This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to Freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's Freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to Freedom350.com. Jeffy flew in from uh, Bemidji. He was just on the radio show a few minutes ago, making a request. So happy you guys brought me in. Bernie Sanders so request. <laughs> nice going to have you here, little Jeffy. Are we going to the Bernie Sanders concert tonight? And <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to make it. We're going to try trip. to get that on for you, and we'll, we'll try to make it to the concert. <laughs> Thanks for calling. We'll try to get it on for you. Uh, all right. MSNBC panel uh, today, I guess. Is this on the uh, morning cup of tea with uh, Steve or whoever it is? Yeah. From the uh, morning cup of postum with Steve. Uh, they were shocked, this panel, over <laughs> Hillary's numbers. Here's what happened there. Wait, wait. That, that's among the general wait, electorate. Wait, wait. Hillary Clinton is right. upside down by 23 points yes. in Iowa? I think we uh-huh. kind of missed a lead here. Yeah, I think so. You missed it. Hillary is upside down by 23 in Iowa. She's upside down by 9 in Virginia, which she has to win. She's upside down by 23 in Colorado. And Mika, I think we just, in that one (laughs) snapshot, has shown, and I'm sure Jeb Bush's isn't much better, why somebody out of I was going to say left field. It's, he's not left Living field or right field. Anymore? Like somebody like Donald Trump attacking politicians is actually getting support. Those, those numbers, I, I think but, you're right. I think we did bury the lead. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think oh, so. she, These, they're pretty surprised about the Hillary numbers. I, it doesn't surprise me. People, she's not trustworthy. She's a bad candidate. She's saying stupid things. She's not likable. So... The more she talks, the more campaigning she does, the worse her numbers are going to get. So keep talking, Hill. Keep talking. I Eventually, I'm thinking those numbers are going to erode in not just these three battleground states, but nationwide. And after these three <laughs> battleground states, man, Hillary probably, I would say, gets really sick. And that illness we all thought would happen prior to this is going to come on. Yeah, look and at that. She's going to have, like, cankle poisoning or something. And it's going to be over, man. And that's when the backroom dealings of Al, Al oh yeah, Al Gore. oh yeah, not so backroom at that point. Got to be with us. You've got to tell, yeah, they, tell you, baby. They got to go to the bench. They're going to have to go to the bench and say, Al Gore, we have to have you, or it's going to be a Republican president. Now, you know, hopefully and prayerfully, it's going to be a Republican president 
anyway. Right. Now, Al, originally, a conservative one would Al be nice. originally will say, have you talked to Dick Gephardt yet? Yeah, he will say that. Because Dick's the only one that could beat Talk me. to my friend Dick Gephardt, because the man is a rock star. And so they'll go to get Dick, and Dick, they'll say, say, Dick, we got to have you. And he'll say, man, I'm 74 years old. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And they're like, all right. Then they're going to go back to Al. Al. I mean, Al. Dick says he's too old. He's not up want, for he it. He doesn't want to. Dude, it's you or nobody. Come on now. <laughs> Put those black I, new balances on and let's go. It's got to happen, right? And I can't help but think Al Gore, being the egomaniac he is, He'd being the self-important guy he is, he's going to want to run for president. He's going to want, when they come to him, oh, he's, he, he can't resist that, can he? And instead of burying Hillary, I mean, really, if she, has, if she gets sick or something, then they can wrap their arms around Al and send him off mm -hmm. on his way saying, well, we approve. Uh, sorry, wish I could be here for you, but <coughs> cankle poisoning, and yeah. off he goes. Yeah. Find a, find a way for Hillary to save face. Yeah. I, I say that even if Hillary's in the race, Al Gore beats her. I don't oh. know that he'll get into the race. If she's in it, nah, Bill won't let that happen. I, yeah, I, I don't know if that happens, and and I think Bill probably is pretty influential yeah. in that when it comes to his former vice president. Yeah. Although the two of them aren't close, never have been. So still though, no. I I don't know any president vice president combo that's necessarily close. <laughs> Reagan Bush weren't, <laughs> Clinton Gore weren't, Bush and uh, Cheney. I, I don't know, maybe maybe a little uh, bit. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, we know that uh, Obama, this, Biden. Yes, we know these two are like oh, they're like tight brothers. They're tight. You know what he loved? What Obama loved about Biden when he said he was the first sort of you know clean, clean. articulate, <laughs> good-looking African American. That's a fairy tale, man. Obama loved that. He loved it. <laughs> He's right. That's. That's a fairy tale. It just doesn't happen, but it did in my case. So, yeah, that's why he made him vice president. Huh. Uh, all right. And here's the MSNBC panel, panel uh, uh, who is stunned at Hillary's upside-down approval numbers, now musing over the fact that she's behind the GOP candidates in those huh. states. So let's look at exactly those three critical swing states. Really Clinton like loses her. across mm -hmm. the board to Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, mm -hmm. Florida Senator Marco Rubio, right. and former Governor Jeb Bush. There you go. Clinton performs worse. Okay, what, 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 what's happened? What, what, Mika, what's happened in this short period it. of time well, that what's yeah. happened? I'm not done. Clinton performs worst in Iowa and Colorado, where she is down by sizable margins. Scott mm -hmm. Walker performs best of the three candidates matched against her. And in Virginia, Clinton keeps the margins closer, but is still trailing. Shockingly, the poll finds Shock. Bernie Sanders performing nearly as well as Clinton and even better against Jeb Bush in Iowa and Colorado. Well, it tells you something. Uh, if we settle for Jeb Bush, we're going to lose this race. Yep. The Republican Party cannot settle for Jeb Bush. He wow. is our Hillary Clinton. Yeah. It, it just can't happen. Yeah. It just can't happen. You know, that particular program uh, is on a network, MSNBC, that we talked about yesterday. Uh, mm -hmm. A little bit. And we talked about a little bit yesterday about them just cleaning house and wiping out all programming and starting from scratch again. Yeah. Well, they, they should probably do that with that show, too. They, oh, yeah, every show. 
Daytime and prime time. Daytime, afternoon. Uh, I like Joe. Prime time. Uh, okay, it's okay. I mean, is he tolerable? Mm, almost in some circumstances. Mika, gotta go. Yeah, uh, Mika, sucks. go back. Go away. Yeah. Go back to Commie Daddy and be alone. Leave me alone. I uh, just can't take it. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Donald Trump has released uh, Lindsey Graham's personal phone Seems number. Seems so weird during his name. After Graham said Trump was being a jackass, and he is. Oh, come on. Go ahead and release my cell phone number, uh, Don, if that pissed you off. <laughs> Hit the campaign trail in South Carolina, read out loud the personal phone number of the state senior senator and one of his primary rivals. Primary rivals, please. Oh, come on. Uh, speaking in Bluffton, South Carolina, the real estate mogul and former reality TV host read out the digits as he held up a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, Trump gave, said Graham gave him uh, the number a few years ago when he called to ask for a campaign donation. <laughs> see, the good thing about this for Donald Trump is he has this on all of them. He does. Because they all have come to him for, the, for money. They all come and kiss the ring of Donald Trump, the, the real estate mogul, because they're looking for cash. They want that check, baby. And they want that check. And Donald gives the check to everybody indiscriminately. He doesn't care if you're Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, or Lindsey Graham. He's going to give you money. Bow before the throne. And I'll give you money. He'll get, he'll, you'll get your money, and then when I need something done... Yes, then I'm going to come I've to you. I've got something on you. He That's was just, his game. He was asked about this the other day, because supposedly he's a Republican, and he gave Hillary Clinton money. And so they're like, Did you, didn't you give Hillary Clinton money? Yeah, absolutely I did. i got to get things done. i gotta, I got to get things done over there. People love me. People love me, and I love people. I love Mexicans. Some of them the wipe my butt me. on a regular basis. i got a Mexican in my bathroom to, to handle that duty over there. He's great. I love him. He loves me. He says, Donald, can I wipe it with a two-ply or you want the three-ply today? And I, I tell him, I want the three-ply. And he says, that might clog up the toilet over there. <laughs> I'm saying, hey, you're right, little Mexican guy. Thanks for that reminder. But we, actually, the guy loves me. He loves me. Actually, where, where, where I eat uh, has five-ply, only the best. Five-ply. Only the best. Is yeah. that, uh, Donald, this is... Hopefully you have Donald, a very Donald large Trump. capacity Trump toilet Trump. because the Donald fly. Trump isn't going to use a two or a three ply. Are you kidding me? That brings up He's one Donald of my pet Trump. peeves, and that's the new toilets that, oh. they, that they put out that can handle like a gallon of water and no toilet tissue in it. I mean, it's, right. it's like you have to have like the worst paper ever produced. Instead you, of using, what is it, let's say the, the old style was, what, three gallons or something? Three or four gallons, let's say, something like that. I don't more. know. Okay, well, let's, all right, let's say six gallons, all right? Mm -hmm. All right, so, oh, yeah, okay, about three gallons. Mm -hmm. So, and it flushes, and everything that's in the tank goes down. So now mm -hmm. with the new Save Water tanks, mm -hmm. which is under a gallon... Or, think, or a gallon, we'll say. Yeah, whatever it is. You have to flush three to four or five times. And it clogs on a regular basis. I, I, it's Come stupid. On. It's stupid. Uh, all right. So Barack Obama went on uh, another comedy show last oh, night. Oh, that was horrible, too. It's the same one he does all the time. But, he, you know, he won't go anywhere serious. He, he, won't, he won't show up. No way. Where anybody can ask him difficult questions. Where anybody's no ideologically different from him. Show me a time when he's ever done that. Has uh, he ever come on Rush? Hannity, you know, forget about us, but he's never come on our show. He, he'd never consider coming on the Glenn Beck program. Not a chance. He'd never and come on Patton Stewart, he, certainly. He throws his interview probably with Bill O'Reilly into that pile of, well, I did Fox News Oh, O'Reilly. He has done O'Reilly. 
Okay, so that's the closest person I think. And he got and O'Reilly, remember, never didn't get anywhere with him. And it was yeah. really it was pointed out even by Glenn. That was was great catch by Glenn. He's probably done it before, Glenn Beck. This is Glenn Beck guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're aware of him. Mm -hmm. But he's probably Heard. caught interviews like that before. Yeah. But O'Reilly was talking to him and asked him a question, and you, everyone wanted him to go farther. And Obama had just repeated the same thing, and you heard O'Reilly go, all right. And that's Knowing what he's not going to go anywhere yeah. with. He's when not going to. He can't. When you're being stonewalled in an interview, that's what you eventually wind up doing. All right. Because right, this is pointless. So you go on to something else. Right. Um, but he's never come on what I would consider... A uh, right, a really right-leaning. You know, O'Reilly is somewhat to the right, but he's kind of moderate. Has he ever come on a real conservative person's show and done it? I, I, not to my knowledge. Not I don't think it's knowledge. ever happened. Ever happened. He's gone on Galifianakis's Between the Ferns, <laughs> which about nine people watch. He goes on the Daily Show. He's been on there several times. What are you doing on a comedian's show? That's where America get their news, Pat. Jeez. And here's what happened last night. You're also uh, senioritis, yes? What, what do you got, about a year? <laughs> you know, I, you're on your way I, out. I can't believe that you're leaving before me. <laughs> in, in fact, uh, I'm issuing a new executive order. <laughs> John Stewart cannot leave the show. No, that's... <laughs> There's an ebb and flow no, to boy. every administration, right. uh, to every president. Right. Uh, it appears that you're, you're feeling it a little bit right now. You've got this uh, uh, deal with Iran uh, worked out. You've got your fast-track oh, authority. Yeah, good. Uh, are mm -hmm. you feeling like seven years in, whatever? I finally know what I'm doing. I'm figuring this thing out. <laughs> I'm figuring this thing out. Is that how you're... I, I tell you... Um, there's no doubt that you're gonna love this part, Pat. Uh, you get better mm -hmm. as you go along. It's like any other job, uh, and you get more experience. <laughs> but what I do think has happened is that a lot of the work that we did early uh -huh. uh, starts mm. bearing fruit uh, later. Help me. And it just Please. so happened over Kevin the last help. couple of months that people are seeing some of the work that we started uh, way back when I first came in. Oh, you gotta be kidding! Oh. He, there's a clip, we'll got to hear this other clip where he oh. wraps up with John and then you have to, maybe it's in this next clip. Let's hear him where he talks about, gives John his props mm -hmm. and how great I he is. I guarantee you, if people feel strongly about making sure that Iran doesn't get a nuclear weapon without us going to war, and that is expressed to Congress, then people mm -hmm. will believe in that. And the same is no. true on every single issue. We, we, uh. If people are engaged... Mm -hmm. Eventually, the political system responds, despite the money, despite the lobbyists. Right. It still responds. So, in for you, and if this may be a closing segment, because obviously you, you have things to do, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm here all night. Um, I guess what no, you would not. say is, is after seven years, is is that the advice that you then bequeath to to future President Trump? <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> I'm sure the Republicans are enjoying uh, uh, Mr. Trump's current dominance of anything that uh, makes their them look, anything that makes them look less crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sir, thank you so much for, for stopping by and it's speaking with us. It's always a pleasure to see You've you. You've been a great Have gift to the been a great gift to the country, my ass. You Shut missed, oh, there's part in that interview that I heard this morning on uh, our. Did they local go backstage and make out? Probably. Where he Pathetic. said, the country, I mean, he went down his whole road of the country is better. 
Oh, the no, VA, I couldn't handle that. I'm v- glad we didn't have that I, part. Oh, I thought the I VA is run better. Oh, my god! All of it. He went down oh this list gosh. of things, and everything is so much better. And I heard oh, yeah. the clip this morning on our local affiliate here in Dallas. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, it was like, oh. That's agonizing. He's agonizing. John Stewart's agonizing. They're a good couple. Triple eight seven two seven back. Eight 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 seven two seven back. He's been a great asset. Yeah, yeah. He's been an incredible asset. Here, this would be a good asset for you and for your family. And that's getting prepared with a seventy-two hour emergency kit, emergency food supply for only ten dollars from My Patriot Supply. It's an incredible deal. Sure I've never is. really have never seen this before. Uh, so for you, 10 bucks. For your wife, 10 bucks. If you have two kids, you can get four of these. They limit it because they're trying to make it available to just about everybody who calls. But it's only available when you call 800-478-8061. That's a new phone number, so write it down. 800-478-8061. Jeffy's even done this. I have. And, you know, people decide to be prepared by different ways. Some people want, oh, mm-hmm. I've got children. I've got, I've got to be prepared. I looked at it and said, ah, I've got children. I know I should probably mm-hmm. be prepared. But then I saw this price. And, and you, I can't, went, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. How, can you, do, how it. can you do You have to. And if you call in the next 12 hours, they'll even add free shipping to your order. So get it done right now. Get your 72 hour kit for 10 bucks. Include shipping today. 800 478 8061. Call right now. My Patriot Supply. It's not just food, it's freedom and peace of mind. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to Freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's Freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to Freedom350.com. Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Jeffy and I are a little disturbed about this uh, Sandra Bland this is situation. So bad. <clears throat> I mean, super distur- disturbed about the outcome. It was it's oh horrific. I mean, here's a, a black woman who was pulled over in uh, Waller County, Texas, which is not that far from here, maybe three and a half hours or so. Um, so she's pulled over for not using her blinker. Big deal. So, okay, so she doesn't use her indicator light. We're going to give her a ticket. Yeah. So the cop pulls her over, whatever, and she's fairly compliant. She's obviously not happy. But he, he gets her information and goes back to his car, calls it in like always happens, and you're waiting there in your car. Comes back to her having written out something. She didn't, you know, she's assuming she got a ticket for it. And you would be too. You know, I'm putting myself in her place. And I'm, all this oh time. my gosh. You and know, thinking, I've it, been arrested. Oh, well, not arrested, but, but I've been pulled over. Do you know what I pulled you over 15 for? 15 times. No. I pulled you over for not using your blinker, not using your indicator light. <laughs> really? Seriously? Come on. Okay. Whatever, whatever. Here's my information. Whatever. Obviously, you're irritated. Right. Right I'm, from the get go. I'm irritated every time. So the cop comes back. I don't know if he's sensitive. I don't know if it's that time of the month for him. I don't know what the deal is. It's <laughs> a deal with you. Where what's wrong? What's wrong with you? I, what do you, you think is wrong with me? Police officer just pulled me over. What do you think is wrong with me for not using my blinker? Are you kidding? 
I'll, I'll tell you this. When I got pulled over for having my tire on the white line oh before the sidewalk, gosh. I mean, before the crosswalk, I was more than irritated. Yes. I, I was about been. to come unglued. In fact, when he said, you know why I pulled you over? Like, no, I no. don't. I came to a full and complete stop. Yeah, you did. Uh, the, your uh, your tire was on the white line. I would have laughed. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I would have. I would have said, "Come on, like, are you serious? Seriously, why'd you?" Well, pull yeah, me over? we've been mandated by the state to pull people over for that. Like, oh, okay, so this is a money grab. I I, I was right. so pissed off. Clearly irritated. Oh, I, oh you got to feel good about yourself protecting people doing that, huh? Well, that's what she starts to say to this guy when he starts getting rough with her. Anyway, he brings back her information. He gives her the ticket. He asks her what's wrong. She says, well, and he says, is something wrong? Well, yes, I'm irritated right now. I'm, ir- I- I'm irritated. So okay? right there, it almost feels like he's pushing a situation that doesn't need to be pushed. Right? Something wrong? Yes, something's wrong. You pulled me over from yeah. a blinker. So... Uh, that continues to escalate a little bit. And then he says, um, well, here, here's your, uh, and then he says, are you, uh, will, will you mind, will you put out their cigarette, please? She's like, no, I'm not going to put, I'm in my car. Why would I have, I don't have to put out my cigarette. You can't make me put out my cigarette. <laughs> Just let me. I can smoke in my own <laughs> car. My ticket. Show me the law. And my driver's license and let me go. Show me the Texas law. That says, if an officer approaches your window, you must extinguish your cigarette. Most people probably do out of common courtesy. They probably do, but I don't think you have to. No, I would say not. I mean, that's a personal liberty thing that really hacks me off. That really hacks me off. And she says no. And I, I, I think I would have said the same thing. <laughs> I know I would have. So then he's like, okay. Uh, you know how much these things cost? No. And, and then he's like, no? Are you refusing to comply? Yes, I'm not going to put out my cigarette. Get out of the car. No, I'm not getting out of the car. You can tell what? Give me the ticket. Get out of the car. And now he won't give her the ticket. Right. Which, by the way, we find out later, is a warning. So this thing escalates out of control. He gets her out of the car. Finally, he yanks her out of the car. He uh, forces her hands behind her back. A, a female cop eventually shows up. They both, one of them's got their knee in her back. They bashed her head on the ground. She mentions that. You don't right. see it because it happens off camera. Uh, so they cuff her, and she's yelling and screaming at it. At that point, she's using the F word consistently, which I, you almost don't I blame know. her. I, I, you almost can't blame her. She's so frustrated, and so would I be. I, and, I'd be and this so is, angry. Yes, and this is the time where I have a... a I know you're not supposed to be yelling and screaming and shaking your shoulders and trying to get comfortable as they're trying to cuff you, but they consider that resisting. Mm-hmm. For most people, that's not resisting. That's just being upset. I mean, I mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a there's a real fine line. I not. Well, I think he crossed the fine line. I, I think the cop crossed it on the initial encounter, and then so she is arrested for what now has become supposedly resisting arrest, right. which I, I, I don't think she was doing. She was resisting his stupid orders to put out his, her cigarette, for one thing. I don't have to. I don't I have to. I was in my car. Yeah, I, show me where I have to. Show me that law, because I don't believe there is one. So then he tells her to get out of the car. I don't think she should have done that either. Because why? Because I won't put out a cigarette? Shut up. <laughs> Well, he would, the the way, I mean, then it would have escalated to something completely different. However, you know, Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and, and the outcome of this, obviously, is horrible. The outcome is I mean, she's taken to jail. Three days later, she hangs herself in the, in the jail cell. Just and uh, it's horrific. really a horrible, horrible horrific. situation. She apparently uh, was known to have post-traumatic stress disorder. I don't know arising from what. I haven't seen that she did time in the military. Um, and mild depression. Now, it went from mild to pretty bad if she's willing to hang herself in, in her cell with a... Uh, with a plastic bag, but, right? But uh, really, a tragic situation. And, and I don't know what the kind cop of just out- seemed like a, he was on a power trip. I don't know what kind of outcome you know the family wants to get because you know it's horrific. No matter which way mm-hmm. uh, you know it eventually lands, the very end of this because you know your daughter, your friend, your sister your, is dead, and it's horrible. I just hate and this story. Could it have been? It. Could it have been uh, stopped? I don't know. You yeah, know, at some maybe? point, I, th- I think if one of the two calms down and looks at it, you know, sort of more pragmatically and says, look, okay, I pulled her over for a blinker. I'm not going <laughs> to let this get to an arrest. Okay? Right. He exercises some common sense, or she does, and says, okay, look, I'm, s- I'm sorry, officer. I- I'm irritated. I've had a bad day. I was really pissed off. What do you want me to do? I'll put out the cigarette. I didn't think I needed to, but okay. Can we just calm down here? Maybe she doesn't get arrested. Maybe. I got to tell you, I think at that point. He looked hell-bent, though. Yes. At that point, uh, I, think, I think he's saying, I told you. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah, and again, I, we're huge supporters of cops. They have oh, a my terrible, gosh. Terrible, d- difficult, and thankless job for the most part. And and so I'm the one that I mean, whenever I get pulled over, I'm the guy that puts two hands on the steering wheel and rolls down the window and Me too, you know, but turns I do get the radio too. down and puts the well, I normally hide the other stuff under the seat. And then sure. I put the cigarette out, yeah. you know, and make sure that the, you can't see the beer that I was drinking put away. Mm-hmm. But the, what about the bloody knife? I'm the, the blood. Okay. No, I don't. Right. You can't do anything about that. You just got to okay. pretend like that doesn't exist. The dead body in the back seat. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, okay. You can't. You just got to hope he doesn't look back. What there. about the trunk? Hey. <laughs> Can we, we got to open up the trunk? No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No, but, sir. I will I mean, resist. I'm the guy that that does that and is the respectful. Yes, sir. I no, sir. But although I, I will, times, I, I mean, will occasionally have say, a smart mouth. I have. I have too. I have. And one time I was all ready to be a real smartass with this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, bad. Because I was, I know I did not run the red light. This was a number of years ago. I, I know I didn't run that red light. <laughs> and so he pulled me over, and I was all ready to fight with him about it. And then I realized I didn't have my wallet with my driver's license. <laughs> oh boy! So that's another infraction right there. <laughs> so after my first, come on, you know I didn't run that red light. I mean, we're, this is drive time. There's mm-hmm. no way I ran that red light. And as I'm looking for my wallet, I realize, oh boy. Sitting on the dresser at the house. I mean, it's possible that I was close, <laughs> officer. You know, you know how that goes. Did you get a ticket? Oh yeah, of course. And for not having your license yeah, of with you. Of All course. right. Yeah. You get the you get Good. the red light ticket. You get the no. Sure. And they, uh, you know, he, he they fingerprint you at the scene uh, if you don't have your driver's license. Oh man. And I was like, I've never been That's fingerprinted a for a ticket before. And he goes, You don't if you have your license. <laughs> he showed you. Yes, he did, bastard. I will say this: it helps if you're blonde and beautiful. Because my wife, well, my wife, one time in Connecticut, 
uh, so this was, I don't know, 20 years ago or something, but she was near our home in Connecticut where the speed limit was 25. She's going 55. She's, it's an emergency for the family. Yeah, she had forgotten <laughs> She had forgotten to register the vehicle, so we've got an expired nice. plate. It wasn't safety inspected, <laughs> and she didn't have her driver's license or proof of insurance on her. Don't worry about it. Get All of here. that. Man, <laughs> drive safely now. <laughs> <laughs> And every time I get pulled over for going two miles an hour over the speed limit, I get a freaking ticket. You get a ticket for putting your tire on the white line yeah, at the light. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'd love to talk to cops who have seen this video of Sandra Bland and get you their perspective good. on like whether or not this cop was in the wrong. More patents too, uh, with Jeffy coming up in a second. Uh, 888-727-BECK, if you are a cop and you have perspective on this. 888-727-BECK. Come right now. What a free pizza! Not from us, but you know. <laughs> from somebody. Maybe somebody will get it. Hi, Triple H727 Deck, Pat and Stu. Uh, in 1987, Bernie Sanders recorded his. Very own folk album. And, man, is it good. It, good. Oh, it's good. Great. It's great. It really. is. Really. Six-track album entitled We Shall Overcome. And, boy, did he ever. He really overcame. It was recorded with the help of 30 Vermont folk singers. Side one includes five traditional folk standards with a conversation with Bernie on the second side. <laughs> on the flip side. My understanding is they intended... To have him come in and sing and just do a straight, straightforward singing album, but he was so bad. Yeah, he was the. They had him speak. The uh, production studio it was in the town that he was mayor of, and the guy was like, "Oh, we should just get the mayor to do it." You know, it was just an uh, idea. He was at the coffee shop. He's like, "We should just get the mayor to do an album and make it, you know, kind of a thing." Maybe not and, so brilliant. Well, <laughs> in this, case. I'll tell you what. Today, it certainly is brilliant. Uh, here is Bernie Sanders. Uh, Singing his hit, we shall overcome. Or is this the uh, is this this land is your land? This we'll hear it. Here it is. Oh, title cut. Oh yeah, here's the title cut. Twenty four minutes before the top of the hour. Actually, it's not the title cut. It's not the title cut. It's this land is your land, Uh, Jeffy. Oh no, why? Good try. Here it is. As I went walking, as I went walking, get that ribbon of highway. I saw. I saw above me. That endless skyway. I saw below me right. that golden valley. Yes. And this land was made for you and me. That's yes. So good. Wow. Yes. Everybody. This land is my land. From where? From California. All the way to, to New York Island. Ah. Uh, Okay. So it's a six-track album. That's really like an extended 45. Yeah, it's in, it's in like a LP. One of those nine-inchers? Uh, uh, EP. It's an EP. Yeah, extended yeah, yeah. play. Yeah. yeah. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Pat and Stu with Jeffy today. Marsha in uh, Los Angeles. Hi, you're on the Pat and Stu show uh, with Jeffy and me. No, Pat. It's Marsha from Mandeville, Louisiana. From Mandeville, Louisiana. Oh, the L.A. meant Louisiana. Of course. Of course. All right. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to um, 
bring up a story that happened to me one about 20 years ago with a police officer. My husband and I would drive to Cleveland one weekend a month to visit his elderly parents, and he would sleep, I would drive. Mm. And, of course, I got pulled over, and he wakes, my husband wakes up and says this was a good opportunity to take a picture. So he snapped a picture as the officer was coming up to my window. I still got the ticket. He did not find it amusing at all. So I remember that ticket very well. Yeah, well, this was a number of years ago, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, everybody's. I mean, everybody's got cameras now. Yeah, they have to get used to it now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they still don't like it. No, they don't. They do not like it, and they certainly don't like being recorded. And a lot of times they'll tell you, stop recording me, but I don't think you have to. You know, I, I think we have the liberty to record things if we want to, especially on our, in our per- personal private space or at home or in your yard. Uh, but I'm sitting in my yeah, they car don't like and it. I'm recording something. They don't like it. Yeah. Thanks, Marsh. Appreciate the, the call. Let's go to Blake in, uh, is it Missouri? Hey, Blake, you're on the yeah. Pat and Stu show with Jeffy today. Hi, it's good hey. to talk to you guys again. I don't know if you remember me, but I called about a year ago. Okay. It was about um, when Jeffy used the uh, the clip of him being in the bathroom, and you guys played it on the air, and I used that for my uh, final project in, in college, and I got a really good grade on it. <laughs> You're welcome. That's great. So, That's anyway, great. I just want to call and say how much of a hero Jeffy is to me and how, you know, oh, I am mm-hmm. tired of being of him being the mind by a <laughs> and and. Do, uh-huh. And I really appreciate the sites that he's created, and I use them frequently. And the jobs that he's uh-huh. created with the drugs and the, the drug cartels and, and all that stuff. And he may be a, a big fat liar, but he's a good one too. And I like what he's done for the country. Thanks, thanks, Blake. Appreciate, appreciate that. it. Now, see, Jeffy may be demeaned, but he's. Too stupid to know he's being demeaned. That's the key to demeaning someone. It doesn't matter if they're so stupid. They don't know they're being demeaned. Right, Jeffy? That's right. That's a truism. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Huh? No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, yesterday, we mentioned in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area that it may hit 100. It once again did not. Oh, it did not. 86? No, 96. No, it was 96, 96. I think maybe we pushed that 98 level uh, up there. That's what because you said yesterday. I know, but we've got the clouds still uh-huh. hanging in there, which keeping uh, keeping the high-pressure heat down, just keeping mm. it down a little bit. We're not mm-hmm. being able to break that 100 at DFW yet. Good. We're going to try to get it to you today. Though. Despite the climate this change, weekend, despite the global warming, we still haven't hit 100 in Dallas, despite this being the record warmest temperature of all time in history of anywhere, anywhere, including Mercury, the planet Mercury, <laughs> we're hotter than that because of climate change now. We still haven't hit 100 here. Now, so because this summer we've had a bunch of shark attacks, they're blaming even that on climate change. So it was kind of refreshing on MSNBC yesterday to see one of their guests maybe come up with a different reason other than climate change, for all the shark attacks we've seen. There's been, what, seven or eight of them? Here's what he has. I don't think there's been more than that. So why are we seeing so many shark attacks this this year? Is there something Mm -hmm. biologically happening uh, that that we have have not experienced before? Yeah, there is. Uh, The oceans are empty of food. Whatever few sharks are left, 
The fish that they eat are missing, Ed. We have overfished <laughs> so hard that, the, that nine out of ten mm. commercial fisheries are in collapse. The sharks are hungry. And if that isn't bad enough, the ocean currents are changing. So when the ocean currents change, for instance, and the, whatever the, of the prey is left, the sharks are following them. They're All hungry. Right. <laughs> the sharks and, are hungry. That's why they're biting people. They're hungry. Well, I That's love, a good explanation. I, I like show. it. Yeah. I like it. Well, actually, that, uh, there have been some other theories uh, pushed about that. About what? About the sharks eating. Yeah. And one of the theories, I believe, was by um, Rush Limbaugh, uh, who talked about, uh, you know, there's so many, uh, the green crowd mm -hmm. has made everyone turn their lights off up and down the coast for the turtles. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Nobody can have mm -hmm. their lights on, because if the turtles hatch, they go to the road, they don't go to the sea. All right. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we've taught the sharks... And that food will be coming into the ocean right there by the right there by the shore, with all the turtles, because that's what they do. So they've come, mm -hmm. they've moved closer to the shore to eat. Okay. Now, it's just another theory, just as good as that guy out there, Schultz. It is. I mean, it's a, a decent explanation. I yeah. Guess. But overfishing the water, uh, taking too much of their food out of their you know home where they live could also contribute to that. Well, I and can see of where course, that might Fukushima. Happen. So they're going to bite into things they don't normally bite into, and that's people. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're told all the time, uh, fish, I mean, the sharks don't necessarily want to eat humans. No. And most of the time, they don't kill them. Yeah. Uh, you know, they a take a times. bite and go, whoa, that whoa. Wasn't, that wasn't fish. Oh, whoa, that was, hell was not that? a seal. What was that? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they and have I, their preferences just like we do. Yeah, and I saw a couple of people uh, along the Carolina coast. I saw a video today of them wearing, they carry these shark cages into the water over mm -hmm. their head. It's almost like a bird cage so that they walk in the water so that if there's sharks out there, they hit the cage and not them. Okay. Which I thought was you know, not That's a bad smart. idea. Yeah, yeah it kind I'm not of, carrying I mean, a cage you look with me really, It looks ocean. really Stupid. good. Yeah. It looks Stupid. really good. But... Mm. If you're in Florida, and I don't know about the South Carolina coast, but I spent a lot of time in Florida. You're some, they didn't just walked right into the water. You can't be doing that in Florida. You get stung by the stingray, the, the the rays, man. You're done. Stung by the rays, or do you, do or they you have uh, do you have the uh, jellyfish in Florida? Not Is so much. Is there a jellyfish no. problem? Uh, they do. Those There's hurt. not a problem, but they do those exist. Those things yeah. hurt. Oh yeah, that hurts. Triple eight seven two seven back. 888-727-BECK. There is uh, more patents, too, along with Jeffy. That's Great. inevitable. So stingrays oh, this is just good. Get it oh. in. Bernie, man. Oh. Bernie's on. Bernie Sanders, everybody. Here it is. As I went walking... As I went walking... That ribbon of highway... <laughs> I good. saw above me... <laughs> that endless skyway. Yeah. I saw below me... Oh, man. That golden...
Well, that's not as good as Bernie Sanders, though. Nowhere near. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to do. Nowhere near. If you're trying to make it, you need some practice. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling Bernie's people right now okay. to see if he'll walk me through okay. how to become a musical Maybe genius. Bernie could hold a master class. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Stephen A. Smith, uh, you may know him from ESPN. He also has a uh, radio show, uh, I believe on XM Sirius or Sirius XM, right? Doesn't he have a... Uh, he does have a radio a show. I don't Sirius know XM, I think. Sirius XM, but either yeah. way, uh, you know, the radio show is there, the ESPN is there, and he says things from time to time that we really like, and then he says some things from time to time that we uh, not don't so much. really like. Yeah. Today... Yeah. is we really like side. Yes. He's talking about Black Lives Matter. Now, this is a really dangerous area for a sports show host of any kind. Really for anyone, to. yeah. And for a black guy to say these things, it's certainly uncomfortable. And he was called every name in the book over this. Here's what he said about the Black Lives Matter uh, situation. Let me preface my comments by saying I am fully aware of the fact that no one white can say what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. But damn it, I'm going to say it. Please do. Democratic presidential candidate Martin O'Malley apologized on Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, guess why he apologized? Um, why? Because during <laughs> you're supposed to guess. Oh, okay. a discussion in front of an abundance of African-Americans, he said all lives matter. <gasps> Bastard. As opposed to black lives matter. What he did say. Black now, there's a lot of things that I can get into. But this is a sports show, and I'm not going to get into that. But just to make my position clear, mm -hmm. I got two points to make. All right, point one is... What the hell is he supposed to say? <laughs> I mean, the next thing you're going to know, you're gonna, what are you going to ask him to say next? Only black lives matter? All lives yes. do matter. Now, we understand where the black lives matter originated from. I mean, in the aftermath of Trayvon Martin and Eric Gardner, I mean, the list goes on and on, Michael Brown. We understand that, and nobody's ignoring that. And nobody's ignoring that as a society, we got some serious problems. Nobody's denying that there's problems with racism, that to some degree, some police officers acting up, that problem has to be addressed. But what is a presidential candidate supposed to say? That's point number one. Here's the biggest point about point number two. And I'm looking at my brother, Marcus Matthews, sitting right next to me. My friend handles some of my business and social media. And I'm looking at my white producer. And I ain't going to lie to you, Nuno Tech Sierra. I, I don't know what the hell you are. I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, I, you're Portuguese. And you're, I, I love you, Nuno. I, I know you know I'm saying that with affection, bro. I hope you know that, okay? Portuguese, that's what he is. Nuno, the Nuno threw me off, okay? But here's the deal. I have to say this, I guess rhetorically, to my brothers and sisters, because I am a black man. Where's the yes, noise about all black lives matter when black folks are killing black folks? Thank you. Mm -hmm. You see, that's where you lose me. So a presidential candidate who isn't black happens to stand up and says, all lives matter. 
Hillary Clinton, a presidential candidate who may who may probably get the Democratic nomination for the presidency, she says all lives matter, and then she has to couch it and then come back and retract and all of this other stuff. But... So we mandate that they say black lives matter. But we got black folks dying at the hands of black folks in this country. And we're not hearing that. At least we hadn't been hearing that. Don't get me started on the murders in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Think about it. And to some mm-hmm. degree throughout other parts of this country. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. It's a sports show. I'm going to get back to sports. Okay. But um, ain't too many black men hosting the national radio show. And mm-hmm. I just can't let this slide. Thank you. Good. And so. All lives do matter. Yes. Now, Black Lives Matter resonates with us because of what we endured throughout our community. And I'm not saying that somebody shouldn't say that Black Lives Matter. What I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with somebody highlighting that all lives matter. That's not a reason for somebody to be booed. It's not a reason for a presidential candidate to have to apologize. Thank you. Apologize? Does anybody take a moment to realize how we look when we force someone to apologize for saying all lives matter? Yep. Do you not have looks any bad, idea man. how that makes sure us does. look? Looks bad. Yes. Especially when black folks are getting killed by black folks every day. And that's not to say that white folks ain't killing white folks because that happens too. Yeah, but we're not screaming about white lives matter. But black folks are killing black <laughs> folks every day. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And we never heard black lives matter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what are we saying? What are you saying? That black lives matter only when we're killed by somebody who's not black? Yes. That, yes. That is the implication. It sure is. In fact, it's it's more than an implication. They're just they're flat out saying it. When when a candidate says, Yeah, black lives matter, white lives matter, and then they yell no at him. That you're, you're saying, okay, I can't say anything other than yeah. Black Lives I mean, Matter, period. That's the only group of people that matters in America today. And the only one I can say, the only group of people that matter are black. And giving Martin O'Malley, Martin, yeah, yes. Martin O'Malley a little bit of a break, uh, just a tad bit of a break. I mean, anyone who would have been on stage and heard, no! Would have been taken back a little bit and said, whoa, wait a minute, what did I just say? You would hope you'd be quick enough on your feet to say, wait a minute, why are you yelling no? Are you saying white people don't matter? All lives don't matter? Are you you saying the opposite of what Martin Luther King said when he said "Black, black men, white men, all people have the right to... Uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in the I dream of I, I have a dream speech. I almost said the I dream of genie speech, but that's not the one he made. No. Well, the I dream one. of genie well, did make that another one, too. One. Yeah, but, that's a good one. But I was talking about the I that's have a, a dream one. speech. Yeah. The I dream of genie was a different thing, and his wife was a little pissed <laughs> well, off. About oh, that. she was so, mad? Yeah, it's not. We she wanted to put him in the bottle. Probably not bring that up. That's a put whole. Put him back in the bottle. Another <laughs> 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 story. <laughs> All but right. then Martin O'Malley couldn't even say the phrase. No, he wouldn't he even say no, white lives matter, all lives matter after that. He goes, that's what I, I'd like to point out, that I did say black lives matter first. And mm-hmm. then I, you know. And those I, other I, two other phrases, phrases, I didn't I say that. Uh, 
I renounce all that yeah. now. Have I, I played, say it. have I played my acoustic guitar for you? Let me say it now. Only black lives matter. Only black lives matter. How's that? Is that okay? Is it, did I get that right? No. What a country we live in right now. Back, uh, Pat and Stu with uh, Jeff. Stu is uh, filling in again this week uh, for for Glenn. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven back. Yes, he is. August third. August third. He's coming back. Good. Yeah. He's back. And this time he's pissed off. So that is going to be so sick not of reading true. his eighteen pages of <laughs> typing on Facebook every day. Uh, yeah, that's oh, just him the being beginning. back in this time. Oh he's my pissed gosh! Off. Oh man, he's not pissed off. No, I don't know if he'll ever get pissed off again. No. We'll see. We'll see. I guarantee that. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll try to piss him off. I'll try to piss him off. I think I can try do to it. get him to talk about some, some, something that will really get him going. I think I can do it. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Triple eight seven two seven back. Meanwhile, uh, MSNBC guest. Uh, Dr. Ann Davis of the Physicians for Reproductive Health. You know that's Oh, my God. Okay, if you're a physician for reproductive health, <laughs> you know you're all about abortion. Because that's what reproductive health apparently means now, is abortion. It's, huh. it's a code word for, well, Planned Parenthood is all about reproductive health. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's about abortion. Right. Because... You know, right. women can get mammograms anywhere. They can get contraceptives anywhere. They don't need Planned Parenthood for that. Planned Parenthood sounds like you're talking about, hey, let's plan on our, our family and, and find out uh, how many people we want to be parents of. And financially, how do we do it? The answer is zero. Zero. That's your planning for Planned Parenthood. We're going to take your baby and kill it. And then we're going to sell its parts out of its body. How do you like that? Are you going to teach me how to stay healthy after you suck it out of me? No. We're just going to send you home after you give us a big fat paycheck. But isn't it all about my reproductive health? Yes, that's right, honey. Now get out. <laughs> so yesterday, Ann Davis, uh, she got to the heart of this Planned Parenthood issue. Good. She really put it into perspective. Here she is. There are a couple numbers that are thrown out. $50, $75, and $100 per mm -hmm. fetus. Talk to me about those numbers. I mean, to what degree do those seem reasonable in, in, in the sort of the course of, of medical transport? Well, I think it's helpful to understand what the money is for. So I certainly yes. have full mm -hmm. confidence that there isn't a profit being made under these circumstances. Mm -hmm. So imagine that you do something uh, familiar like you go to give blood. So you go to donate blood, you go to the center, you have a technician who places an IV, you donate the blood, the blood goes into a little bag, the bag goes into a little cooler. People have done blood donation, right? So that's someone's job who has to help with the blood sure. donation, make sure the um, sure. donated blood goes to uh -huh. the yeah. appropriate place, it's transported yeah. to the hospital. So those yeah. are jobs people have. Oh, so the cost, there are costs associated have. with uh -huh. donation, and that's uh -huh. exactly what this is for. So those are oh, sure. uh, seem like reasonable numbers. Uh, that, that would go along with reasonable. that kind of donation. Sure. 
Sure. The only difference is people don't crush your skull when you give blood. I love They don't crush your skull and kill you and then cut your body open and sell the other parts. Just bypass the whole abortion thing. Yeah. But first of all, right. let's clear this up. Jeez. Okay. Uh-huh. It's not about the cost. You have people who volunteer. No, it's not about paid. the cost. It's, about it's not about the cost. It's like, Jeez. I'll give me blood. I don't know that it is about the cost for Planned Parenthood on this. It's about the it's about what they receive in federal funding for abortion, which is over half a billion oh, dollars sure. every and, year. No, it's not about. She's right. But I mean, that's the way they thing. treat it. Yeah, that's the, the way Planned Parenthood is treating it. Exactly how they she don't said. care. No, they don't care. they're, they're, they're just, paying for the people who go through the process. That's what the first mm -hmm. video talked about. Mm -hmm. The lady talked about having the people come in. They know what they're doing. They're not affiliated with us. They're just subcontracting it out. They pick up the parts. Oh, I'm here for you know. I'm here for my spleen. Mm -hmm. And they off they go in their little bag. But they just don't want to mention that it is about the spleen and the legs and the lungs and the heart and the gut or whatever else they're taking from these uh, tissue coming yeah, out yeah. of these females. <laughs> right. And, and the tissue, again, could grow into a Volkswagen or... Well, we don't know. Uh, you I, mean, know I don't know what you're saying. Leaf of lettuce. We don't, we don't know what this is okay. going to be. There's no indication it's going to be human life. <laughs> Zero. Because it would be wrong to sell human life body parts to okay, other sure, people. Okay, sure. Sure. It It'd looks like. Look. It looks like kind of a human ah. before we kill it. Eh. If you don't look at the ultrasound, you won't know that. Okay. So just you won't be hurt by what you don't know. Just and if don't we think about it, snip it just right where we would where we would normally snip a human. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it's not a human though, but we normally where we. If we cut it just right like we would if it was a human, mm -hmm. then we would take the parts from that particular tissue that's kind of like a human, and then we send it off for testing. And if we crush the head just as it comes out of the birth canal, well, that's not human, right? Because it's got a crushed head. Yes, I crushed it. It but can't come out of the body. No, the head, partial birth abortion. Don't, so only it comes part out of the body. Of it, then as soon as the head comes sure out, you crush it, and then it's not. If it comes out of the body, nobody can anymore. say anything, or then right. it's murder. But if yeah, it's well, still, that's... if that head is still in there, I mean, there. they're talking about partial birth abortion in this process. The first video spoke of that, yeah. even though it's been uh, federally outlawed. But they don't, they don't care about Planned Parenthood, and they're never challenged. Well, they... she, uh, she said, right? We can't talk about it. Yeah, it's a if it happens. It was an emergency, right? It was so. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what they're looking at. It like, look, it's not going to happen. But if it happens, just sign that second piece of paper yeah. there. And if it, mm -hmm. if it happens, then you know we'll we'll take care of it. But it's not going to, knowing all full well that that's, that's what exactly they're what they're going to do. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Kind of an interesting story here about uh, Russian bombers flying within forty miles of the northern California coast. I, why weren't they shot down? You're, you're coming within 40 miles of our coast. How far into international waters do our borders extend? It's only, I, I think that's the problem that here. I think it's problem. only about 12 miles, right? I, I think it's, problem. it's pretty close proximity to our land area and everybody else claims something like 100 miles uh, yeah. or something around their coasts. Uh, but two Russian nuclear bombers flew within 40 miles of the California coast, and one of the pilots relayed a veiled threat during the 4th of July aerial incident. Good morning, American pilots. We are here to greet you on your 4th of July Independence Day, said a Russian uh, Tu-95 Bear bomber uh, crewman. Wow. That is unbelievable. 
Meanwhile, Russia's cross-the-board buildup of nuclear forces and revised doctrine are increasing the danger of a nuclear war, according to a think tank report on nuclear threats. Should have been shot down. And, I you know, don't know that I disagree how, with that. How would you like a heat-seeking missile right up your tailpipe? How'd you like that? And I, okay. I would venture to say that that would not start a war. No, not when that would forty not miles from the coast getting right. threats like that. And, correct, and that would be. I mean, that's like. Actually, I believe that uh, Vlad would respect us more if he we just did might. that. You know, they're they're in no position for for a war of any no. kind with the United and States. And Vlad would say, "Oh, maybe." Uh, yeah, maybe that, this would show more serious. Yes. Yeah, We're, and you can't push us around. And this is what they're trying to do. They're what do you think you're doing, around. flying these things by our coast? It's Get crazy. out of here! It's absolutely crazy. Not going to happen again. But we know that it's not going to be the, a nuclear holocaust that kills the. No, it's going to be climate anyway. change. Yeah. We all know that. Stop. We all know the greatest threat to American <laughs> security, you. Jeffy, today is. Thank you. Climate change. Climate change. It's climate change. Governor Jerry Brown on that very issue. Governor. We know the problem. Jerry Brown. Yes, there's uncertainties, but we don't even know how far we've gone or if we've gone over the edge. Mm -hmm. There are tipping points, oh, feedback loops. This is not some oh, linear set of problems that we can predict. Uh, we have to take uh, measures against an uncertain future. Uh -huh. which may well be something no one ever wants. We are talking about extinction. We're talking about uh, climate regimes that has not, have not been seen for tens of millions of years. We're not there yet, what? but we're on our way. And there's an element of irreversibility that element. requires that we imagine down the road in the future wow. and then react. <laughs> How is this guy... Climate regimes we haven't seen. So there's a regime of climate. I didn't realize yes. that. That's the first I've heard yes. of the uh, climate regime. Yeah, they've stayed under the under the radar for quite a while. But <laughs> they really they're have. They're out in the open now. <laughs> they really have. A lot of people haven't heard of it. Uh, no. That's how under the right. radar they've been. Right, but these climate regimes are apparently leading to uh, human extinction. Over. It's over. Human extinction over. is what we're talking about. You believe this? When the temperature rose. Uh, up till 1997 or 98, 0.7 or 0.8 degrees, and you're and it hasn't risen since, and you're talking all of a sudden about human extinction over this bull crap. Come on, it's just I don't it's know how lunacy. Long, how can how, how long? It's I mean, lunacy. President Obama even talked to Dingleberry John Stewart about it. That it was going to be a top priority for him in the last 18 months when he was on last night. Or the you know before, that's true. He was on. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yet, it's none of it is true. It's unbelievable to me. They keep pushing it, and we still get stories every day. Arctic expedition to study global warming put on hold. Why? Too much ice. <laughs> okay. What happened to the melting ice caps? The melting polar ice caps. Remember, uh, uh, maybe, I don't know, they refroze? According to uh, some of what Dr. Mathlowski had right. to say. <laughs> Remember right. that one? Every From Al Gore? to the end of time. According to some of what Dr. Mathlowski's research says, that in, in summer months, in some, some summer, summer months, months, some of the summer, the, the polar ice caps could completely, in some within regions, the next begin within the next <laughs> 7 to 14 <laughs> to 35 to 190,000 years, completely melt. 
<laughs> it's no. unbelievable. And now there's too much ice to reach the, the so North we're, Pole. We're going to go check. We're going to go check the ice. But there's too much stinking yeah, ice to there. check the we ice because we can't, can't get, get there. there. And they don't want to get out and walk on the ice, of course. That's no. too hard an expo- expedition no. and too dangerous. So no. they're, they're blocked by ice to measure the ice that doesn't exist anymore. At the at the polarized. Now we're going out to we're going to go over to the Vatican and we're all going to party and drink tea and coffee yeah. and have tea and biscuits. Yeah, that's going to be a nightmare. Sign we, sign this horrible thing. That's going to be a nightmare. Make the world aware that we could be extinct. With the Pope in this, uh, it, oh it makes it even that much worse. And it really does, and especially that he's bringing everybody there. Yeah, to the Vatican. Seems kind of political to it me. It sure as heck does, and it sure as heck seems like maybe he's a little bit more than, oh, well, that's just, that's not doctrine. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. I don't know there, Frankie. I don't, I don't know either. It's, it's crazy. And, and to be talking about human extinction over this stupid issue when it's the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on mankind. Ever. I really seriously believe uh, that climate change and this global warming bullcrap is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on us. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Let's go to Elizabeth in Michigan uh, on another uh, climate change issue, and that's the shark bites oh that God, are that are happening, and they're coming in close because of they're coming in so close. They're in global Michigan. Global warming. Yeah, they're in Michigan now. <laughs> oh man! So, so Elizabeth. Oh, Mich- Michigan is shark free. Salt free and shark free. Okay. We're Good. very proud of that. Good morning, Pat and Debbie. I also morning. want to tell you uh, one thing with. Uh, going back, you were talking about all lives matter mm-hmm. and how the thing is like the slogan is black lives matter. Really, no, it's all lives matter. Uh, my family and I, we show, raise, and breed dogs, and we take really good care of our dogs. And it's, we rescue dogs that are in bad situations. We rescued one. We drove all the way up to Wisconsin, halfway up the state in, uh, in like three days and mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And we we really do believe that all lives matter, whether it's uh, an animal or a person. And sure. it really should mean all lives. Uh, same with Planned Parenthood. It's a life. Absolutely. I, I, how could you argue with that? I agree. I agree. I mean, how are you faring with climate change, though, for your dogs? Are, you, uh, are they okay? We, we actually have Norwegian elk cows. Norwegian elk cows are originally from Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're used to the bit colder of the climate, but... Also, I mean, now that it's getting so hot, they're dead. Mm. They, they, mm. they adapt with the, the nice Michigan weather. They love the winters. <laughs> and we have dogs do. that are from... Uh, they originate in Germany. Mm-hmm. That actually means um, badger dogs. Okay. They're bred in, uh, to hunt rodents. They... They hunt. They adapted to hunt rodents. Yes, they. That must be a uh, fun hunt. <laughs> oh, they're they're so much fun. They're really fun to chase when they get out of the yard. Oh yeah. I Look, live, if you were a dog. In, we used to do I that in England, in go rodent hunting all the time. Oh yeah, I live in an area where it's very farm country. It's uh, yeah. Very, Listen, I grew up in Michigan. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Jeffy's almost like a neighbor. Hi, oh, Tri Cities. Hello, Saginaw, Michigan, home of a tilt wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Gray Iron Foundry. Look, I just, 
I just got to tell you, I'm a big fan of Glenn Beck. I follow him on Facebook. I've been seeing a lot of his posts recently. Mm -hmm. I love you, Pat and Sue and Jeffy. I think you guys are really funny. I watch you guys uh, every morning because my dad works from home. Okay. So he has that blessing in the front room, and I'm, I dig it. Good. <laughs> nice. That's good. Nice. You got good, good, good taste. Thanks a lot, Elizabeth. Appreciate the call. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Let's go to William in Arizona since we're on a uh, roll here on the phone. Uh, hi, you're on the Pat and Stu Show. Hi. Uh, hey, William. William. Go ahead. No, it's Pat. My bad. Yeah. But anyway, mm -hmm. so the, you guys were talking about stories about getting pulled over. I think I got a real good one here. Okay. Well, there was this one time. It started off kind of slow. But go ahead. There was this one time I uh, I got pulled over with a live peregrine falcon. Why did the falcon yeah. pull you over? <laughs> well, I was doing like twice the speed limit. You missed that. And uh, so, why did you have I a peregrine falcon in your car? Why? Why did you? Uh, what was the occasion? Was it uh, well, peregrine falcon Tuesday or something? And everybody in town had one, or how did that work? Just walking down the highway, I figured I'd pick him up, give him a ride. All right, there okay. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't done that? <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I picked up a I peregrine know, right? falcon hitchhiker, I'd be a <laughs> rich anyway, guy. Today. Anyway, okay, yes. Anyway, I ended up not getting a ticket for it. Okay, but the hawk got arrested. The hawk was the arrested. <laughs> the falcon got arrested. <laughs> They took the falcon did, from Did him? they really take the falcon? They took the falcon. Why? Why? Did you get it back? Well, I assume they took him to the game and fish. I was actually going to go uh, go there and see if that... I mean, wasn't it your there. falcon, or did you actually just find this falcon? The falcon just flew into your car? Hey, look, uh, a falcon. Well, no, he was on the highway. I picked him up and put him in the trunk. Oh, you seriously did pick up a falcon on the highway? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so was they... he injured, hurt? I have to know a little bit more now, William. You're, you're, yeah. Was he was he injured, hurt, or was he actually hitchhiking? What what thing was the Falcon doing? Well, he was tired of flying, hmm. and uh, who is it? Yeah, he was hitchhiking, had a wing up, and everything. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, William. Appreciate that. It's just a. Too weird for me now. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents and Stu coming up. That's doing something that's too weird for me. I will. Yeah. It's, it's if going. he would have stayed straight, yeah, we were all right. Right. Yeah. I'm not even sure if the story is true. I don't think it is. Hey, triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu, featuring uh, Jeffy Stu is on uh, tonight for Glenn. Uh, this is a really weird report that I think is going to piss off PETA. You know, oh, it's no. hard to piss off PETA unless uh, you're hurting chickens. Yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't mess with chickens, oh man. I'm surprised okay. that the state of Arkansas is still a state. I know. Me, too. Me, too. Uh, apparently, Islamic State militants are using chickens strapped with explosives as improvised uh, suicide bombers. And so they, they then send them into a Kurdish village, 
Uh, I got to tell you, it's a, it's a pretty good idea. Blow up the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the chicken to go where you want, I guess. That's, really That's a general vicinity, right? You get them in the general area. But, I mean, it's kind of interesting because they're playing chicken in a couple of ways. Because aren't they chicken for, wouldn't you, shouldn't you be doing that to yourself instead of using some yes. animal? And uh, actually, you shouldn't be doing it at all. Maybe I should amend that a little bit. You shouldn't be doing these suicide attacks. But having grown up, but if you're going to, I mean, yes, I mean, you don't you're use, aware of you don't use animals for this. Okay. After strapping a hen with an explosive belt, <laughs> it was left to wander near an enemy camp as it inched close to the target. The bomb was detonated from right. you know afar. ISIS will use whatever means they can to bring destruction and death using animals which have little military value. It's just another example of their twisted minds dreaming up bizarre ways to kill people. Real bad. Plus, why would you, why would you kill a chicken unless you were going to eat it? And that doesn't make any sense to me it at all. It really doesn't. It really First of all, I mean, there's, we're always hearing that, uh, you know, people, uh, ISIS is taking our food. and we're, Well, they should be saving a little chicken for, to eat. Yeah, they should. Yes, they should. Come on. It's kind of interesting, too, because the Kurds caught one of the explosive strapped chicken, and they, uh, they, I guess they uh, defused the bomb, and now they're holding the chicken for questioning, and they're poking it with pickle forks and torturing oh, it for boy. information now. Oh, no. So that's, that's the other part sorry. is there could be, a, could be a backlash to this, where if the chicken gets captured, you he, know what he's, they're giving, gonna, he's giving what? stuff up. He's telling He's telling you. don't know what's going to happen. They don't have any morals, these freaking chicken. Wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> They're chicken. You know what? You want? Oh, I got it. <laughs> I got it the first time. <laughs> so they're going to give you up, right? Uh, yeah. They're oh. going to give you up. Oh, yeah. They got Because they're chicken. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any bravery. They don't have any integrity. They don't have any uh, courage. They're chicken. They're chicken. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably not funny. I, I don't know that we have no reports on if anybody's actually been hurt or killed by this. Probably. So, I don't know. I don't know. I it, mean, does, it does not say in this. It doesn't say in the story at all. That is on that uh, chicken. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, so, it's got to be a bad way to go. Yeah, I would think so. It, it killed by a, an exploding uh, chicken? chicken? Come on. I mean, if that happens, okay, you got me. All right. <laughs> You got me. I didn't expect the exploding chicken trick. I really didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, so man. you got me. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. We need to stop ISIS. Uh, we do. I, and I, I'm not sure what that means. You know, we say that a lot, and we have to stand up to it. And on eight twenty eight, we're going to. But in order to actually physically stop them, I'm not sure what we're what we want to do, what we what we are willing to do in order to make that happen, because. Really, to really wipe these guys out, you probably need ground troops, and I, I don't know that I want to do that. I don't know that I want to do that, either. but but I think maybe we do. We we really the end game is to do enough just to make them kind of, kind of go away, right? Yeah, that, yes, we're trying to. What, Look, what is you he... can't be in the front yard. Just go in the backyard and play for a little while mm -hmm. where we can't see you. The administration's thing is always delay, yeah. detain, depress, whatever they're. Uh, demoralize. They're just trying to contain them. But it hasn't worked. And it's not working. At all. No. Because they, they have more area that's in their control now than they did at the beginning of, of this thing. Right. So it's absolutely not working. And they're gaining more with every chicken they take. Exactly right.
Thank you. So you either have to intensify your effort in the air, or you have to say, okay, look, this is not going to work by air power alone. And you go to the American people and you say, hey, if we don't do something about these, look what's happening here. They're, they're killing Christians. We can't have that. They're killing other Muslims. Can't have that. They're, they're throwing homosexuals off of rooftops and killing them just because they don't like their lifestyle. Do you not agree that this needs to stop? Okay, so you do agree. All right, what are you willing to do? And I, I think maybe you can convince the American people ground troops are necessary. Maybe. It's a tough sell, though, because we're sick and tired of 14 years of war in the Middle East. And the only way that sick you get, get away from ground troops is leading an air campaign that would be um, messy for all people on the ground. So we're mm -hmm. going to, you know, civilians are right. going to get hurt. And we'd have to be willing to see pictures we have to have of civilians yep. getting killed and, and you have and to blown warn, up. You have to warn people in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to see this. We're going to hear it. We're going to hear we're bad people. We're going to hear we're merciless. We're going to hear we're awful. But we've we got to, to stop do this. this. And if we don't send in ground troops and we want to have that air campaign, this is what's going to happen. Yes, right. The only I, would, I think I'm okay with that. I, I, yeah. Uh, the, the other alternative that I've thought about, and I've actually heard people mention this, is what about mercenaries? What if you what if you went to former Navy SEALs and you said, hey, we're going to give you X amount of dollars to put together a force. Do we do that? And we're going to send you over there and turn you loose and you can do whatever you need to do but kill these guys. Wipe them all out. Don't we, don't we think that the United States is above that? The United States of America is above that? I, I don't know. I, why? Why is that wrong to do? I don't know, but it just, feels like, it just feels like Put it together is. a mercenary force of I mean, special forces. We Navy have our SEALs, special Army forces, Rangers, our Delta soldiers. Force. That's what we have. Our I know, but we can't handle the fact that we're, we were going to lose some of them in the conflict. And we that will take away, for, for sure, take away from our military. Yeah. Oh, my I gosh. Know. If we start sending in mercenaries, that says to our military, <laughs> you can't get the you job suck. done. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but it's, it's a tough one. 888 back. More Pat and Stu coming up. Bad. Tough Bad. one. Using, in the meantime, they're using chickens. Horrific. Horrific. I'm on Peter's side, chickens. Okay. I'm on Peter's yeah, side yeah. on this one. Chickens should All not be used as weapons. lives matter. Thank you. Get one. <laughs> they sell them. You know, they do. They sell them at stores. Maybe we get one. I don't know. Triple eight seven two seven Duckins. Patents to today featuring uh, Jeffy. Uh, according to Mental Floss, your favorite beach is covered in poop. Oh, no. Yeah, it's covered no. in poop. No. Come on. Lots First, lots, we learn about lots. our pools. Yeah. Why our eyes get red. Right, and it ain't Come on. the chlorine. It ain't the chlorine. It's pee pee. I got news for you. It's wee wee. <laughs> that's what that's There's wee wee in the water, and that makes your eyes red. So, so, if you missed that from a few weeks ago. But I'm just saying, first we learned that. First we learned that. Now, now you're you telling go to the me. ocean, you think, okay, there can't be too much pee-pee in here. It's not too bad. No, but the beach is covered in poop. So Because everything poops. And the world, the ocean, is essentially the world's largest toilet. It is, really. I mean, think about it, really. We, I mean, every, everything all roads yes. lead to the ocean. Yes. Fish poop, whale poop, dolphin poop. Cruise ships dump a billion... Oh, my God. <laughs> this I didn't think of. Oh, yeah. Cruise ships dump a billion gallons of man-made sewage 
into the ocean every year. Think of that. And rain wash rain washes more fecal matter from dogs, birds, and people into storm drains and then out to sea. Uh, first of all, living in Manhattan, oh, oh, living in Manhattan, oh, that's uh, nasty. It, Look at that beautiful of, beach, and then been out in Manhattan quite a bit for a couple mm -hmm. years, uh, and there was actually, uh, you know, some of that on the sidewalks. I was happy to have that washed away with rain back to the ocean. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And wash the streets of that quickly. Despite all that. The water may not be what you have to worry about uh, oh, when you go no. to the beach. Why? According to a new study. Environmental microbiology researchers at uh, University of Hawaii at Manoa found that the common bacteria strains found in feces survived longer in oh, sand no. than seawater. So you're walking on this beautiful beach that's represented right here. <laughs> oh, and they're laying on it. Look at that. You got the, you got the beach babes hanging out in fecal matter. Dude. Might be a good, you know, that might be a good way to remind yourself oh, to bring a blanket. <laughs> Look at these happy beachgoers laying in fecal matter of all kinds. Whale poop, fish poop, dolphin poop, porpoise poop, stingrays too. And yet look how happy these beachgoers are. They love it. How does that white sandy beach look to you now? <laughs> we need one of those old we real movies on this. We have to have a newsreel on oh, great. on the beaches. Oh, Ugh. man. Come on. Don't ruin the beaches for me. No, they did. They just did. And I'm going to think about this the next time. I know. Next time I go to a beach, there's whale poop here and dolphin poop. All manner of fecal matter. And then, and then five minutes later, I'm going to say, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, well. And you're walking out of it. Oh, anyway. well. You're laying on it anyway. Let's go dig a hole. Think of that. Then it's, oh, it's making my skin crawl. Then it's all over you. The kids are digging, I know. And I mean, Oof. other Nasty. things, a lot of things happen on the beach. Bacteria mm. like uh, clostridium. Uh, I hate that. Perfringens. Oh. One of the most common causes of food poisoning, Jeffy. And, and an indication of the presence of human sewage. Oh, nice. Decayed slower and were found in higher quantities. In beach sand than in seawater. Oh, see? Great, great, great. And you don't have to get the sand in your sandwich to come in contact with the poopy bacteria either. Previous study found that just digging or being buried in sand increases the risk of getting diarrhea. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these Look at happy, happy beachgoers. Beach <laughs> now they're running for the toilet. <laughs> They've been buried in sand just once today, and yet they're happy to use the bathroom. <laughs> Look at the smiles on their faces <laughs> as, they, as run. they run toward the <laughs> outhouse. Hope the beach toilets are open. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's uh, great. You have to do that. Uh, how to get the most out of your Google searches for mental floss. Many tricks to getting the most out of your Google search. Most people know the basics, like searching for exact phrases using quotation marks. But what about the more complex stuff? Yes. What, what about, about the, the complexities? Complex what about that? And this is all just Google. We're not just talking about... You mean like Google, Yahoo, and Bing? Yes. About, oh, this no, is this just is Google. just Google. Okay. With the right wording and punctuation. I didn't... I never put punctuation. Do you ever put punctuation in your know. Google search? <laughs> I didn't know that that was a thing. Uh, you, can, you can search in specific websites, locations, and more... This helpful infographic by who is hosting this uh, will help you become a Google Pro in no well, time. Are you going to tell us who's hosting this? Or? Um, no, it's, that's the name of a 
like a website. Who's, who's, who's hosting this? Thank you. So, like if you put, okay, let them eat cake in the search with the quotation marks around it. I'm sure See? that, uh, you know, what's her face will come up. Uh, Marie Antoinette yeah. actually didn't say that phrase. Uh, or what? You put, what do you mean she didn't say that phrase? She didn't actually say that phrase. That was someone else like a hundred years before her. and But she got all the blame for it. You don't know that? You're not aware of that? Of course you are. Uh, Inception dash movie. Okay, I don't, I don't know what that does for you. Re- re- recipes site, and then you do a, a semicolon. Huh. I, I, would, I never use the, the, yeah. Like if I wanted never the Inception, I may say Inception movie mm-hmm. without, the, without any of the, you know, the dash. Oh, it's Inception minus movie? Is that what that is that what oh. that means? So then, so then the movie stuff wouldn't come up. You'd find out something else about Inception. Hey, okay, right? thank you. That's how you use it. Thank you. <laughs> this is worthless. I would never. <laughs> it does not freaking help me. I still get your research turned back forty-eight trillion, and like eighty-five million of them are the same thing. And I just want to go around. Most of the sites that I'm searching for, I'm okay with having forty-eight million finds. Are you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I won't probe into that any deeper. Don't need my own punctuation for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. 888-727-BECK. I think we'll bring now, because we got some uh, cool stuff. We've got a James Bond uh, movie trailer coming Oh, this up. does look good, too. Yeah, it's uh, it the James Bond uh, movie coming out. I don't know when, but uh, we're going to get to the trailer coming up here in a sec. 888 November. November. A little emphysema for you. Triple eight seven two seven back. You gonna make it? Uh, it's just the twenty four hour thing. So oh, yeah, okay, good. Twenty four hour emphysema. I think it'll be fine. Ooh, hope I don't Pat, catch it. Pat and Stu with uh, Jeffy today. Oh yeah, you'll get it. It's highly addictive. Thank you. Highly contagious, I mean. Uh, All right. In Berkeley, they found a new way to save trees, and this is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. A lot of tree huggers haven't thought of this before, but these guys, I think, have revolutionized the tree-saving industry. And that's um, take your clothes off and be naked and then hug the trees. Then hug the trees. Now you can't do that. that thing. Some people could try other trees. Mm-hmm. This is for specifically the eucalyptus trees. There. It's for the eucalyptus yeah. trees, right? Well, the idea you can you know can, you can branch out. <laughs> Listen to the humor of Jeffy Fisher. <laughs> We've been doing newsreels. I can't stop doing the stupid newsreels now. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> Look, the fat guy thinks he's funny. Do we? No, that's not one of the newsreels at all. Do you know how much, you know how much I miss those? Oh, a lot. Now, i got to tell a you, lot. you think times haven't changed, but mm-hmm. they sneak up on you. They do. Because it wasn't too long ago, 10 years, I guess, it's probably been 12 years, but we used to do what we thought was comedy. Mm-hmm. Still do, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. think that it was comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the old newsreels, and we would do stuff that oh, was so far fetched. So great, and the, all that stuff has come true now. So it's not Most even funny anymore. <laughs> no, it's not still funny. 
That's sadly funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Look at but, how much of that is actually true now. And much of it now, you'd be, they'd take us off the air. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no question. How can you say that? How can you say the truth? Yeah, you can't. You can't say the truth. But the truth of this is that yes. the Tree Spirit Project, whose mission is to, quote, raise awareness of the critical role trees play in our lives, both globally and personally. They do. Unquote. And I think that's so true. And the only way you can raise awareness is to stand and hold a tree while you're butt naked. Because if they had clothes on, there's no awareness. You couldn't there. make a statement. You can't make a statement you make with a your statement. clothes on. No. 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 Look, right? this is against the, the opposition. I mean, men field. all over the country are trying to tell that to their females, partners right now. You can't make a statement without getting naked. <laughs> Aren't they? Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if it has to do with the same thing we're talking about, yes. but I think they're saying it all over the no. country right now. Now, some men who are looking at these pictures from California may be saying, you know what? You can make a statement with your clothes on. <laughs> yes, because a lot of people right now are looking at, looking at that story and saying, Ick. <laughs> Ick. I mean, there are some fatties. There's, there's a few there. Are. There are there's a couple. Some, the best ones. How do you do that? The best ones still that? has their clothes on. You've got to be pretty committed bad. to saving eucalyptus trees. If you're that fat and out of shape, you're like us. And you go out there and you take off all your clothes <laughs> and in front of tree? everybody and, and hug, hug a, a tree? tree? No. For a FEMA funded. No. I might hold up a sign saying, hey, FEMA. Don't cut down the eucalyptus. Right. Maybe. Come on. Maybe. 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 With a parka on. I can't even get <laughs> naked to take a shower. I'm too put off by you what it looks suit? like. <laughs> I mean, unless I have my wife go in and cover all the mirrors and make sure I can't see anything. And then maybe I'll go in and take some clothes off to take a shower. I have a shower cap Can the you size imagine, of my body. you imagine at Berkeley going out and hugging trees while you're totally nude? Uh, it's first of all, it's not a pretty sight, and secondly, <laughs> it's stupid. Stop it, stop it, moonbeams. Oh, I can't. I, it's so weird. What a weird country we it live in. It certainly is. It, it is a weird country. Oh man, triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. All right, we promised you that uh, coming out in November is a new James Bond movie. I think I saw a trailer when I went to some movie a while ago. It seems like they had this, but uh, if you haven't seen it. It's called Spectre. It looks pretty good. Yes, it does. You have no authority. None. Mexico City. What were you doing there? I was taking some overdue holiday. So what's going on, James? They say you're finished. What do you think? I think you're just getting started. Magnificent, isn't she? Zero to 60 in 3.2 seconds. A few little tricks up her sleeve. Do one more thing for me. What do you have in mind? Make me disappear. Tell me where he is. He's everywhere. If you go there, you're crossing over to a place where there is no mercy. You're protecting someone. Get away from me! Why should I trust you? Because right now, I'm your best chance of staying alive. This organization 
Do you know what it's called? Its name is Spectre. And do you know who links them all? Me. Welcome, James. You came across me so many times, yet you never saw me. What took you so long? Is this really what you want? Living in the shadows? Hunting? Being hunted? Always alone? I don't stop to think about it. It was me, James. The author of all your pain. Um, that looks pretty good. It does. Spectre. It looks really good. Uh, I think he makes, uh, what's his name, Daniel uh, something or other? Yeah, he's made a real good James. He, he, he makes pretty good uh, James Bond. What's his name? Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Uh, he makes a pretty good James Bond. Better than Timothy Dalton, I would say. Better than uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Would you say so? Better yeah. Than Pierce? Yeah, I, I like Pierce. Uh, better I than do. Roger Moore? That's a tough one. Be- Roger Moore... He is kind of the uh, James Bond of our growing up in the 70s time. Well, I mean, I watched him with my grandpa. Yeah, yeah right. Our great-great-grandfathers. Uh, great, great grandfathers. My great talk about Roger like Moore being Connery. pretty good. But my Sean, great Sean Connery. He only did, I think, two, right? Yeah, Roger was the one that was Roger was the mainstay, and then there was some Roger Lazenby or something in there. I mean, some of them are meaningless, but I think he ranks right up with yeah, he does. the best he James sure Bonds does. of all time. And I think people were initially uh, really reluctant to accept him in that role. But I, I, I think he's, uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's done, done a pretty a really good, job. good job. He's yeah. really pu- pulled it off. So that comes out uh, November 6th of this year. Should be pretty good. Then, of course, we have this uh, Terrafugia. TFX, a a like it's a, it's being described as a Jetsons nice. car. So this is kind of cool. Do we I finally like have the real flying car? A flying car. Here's I here's a look so. at the uh, Terrafugia. Oh, the FX. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, but it's it. I mean, just tell it where you want to go. And then, okay, it's got a, uh, it flies for you. Oh, this might be, I don't know, this might be cool. Twin electric motor pods, and they start spinning like a helicopter. Distributed electrical system. Whoa, look at that. And it takes off like a helicopter. A megawatt of power lifts you. Okay, I want it. Never mind. It's not, electric it's motors, not like the other one. 300 horsepower engine team up, and it takes off. That is what we're talking about. Now. The engine recharges the batteries. A ducted fan provides thrust. Propellers fold for cruise. Nice. That's pretty cool. 200 miles an hour. Cool. It goes 200 miles an hour. Nice. Is this? And it, and it has a 500 mile range. And then you got to land it, and then. Here it comes in for a landing. I, I, 
That's an actual demonstration. Yes, it is. It? I it sure looks like it. That doesn't look like CGI. It, I, that, it, it is. It's, is it's it? fake. When you arrive, it lands safely for you. And there it is landing. Now, that is CGI, isn't it? That is CGI. You always have well, the, the final say the plane, isn't if it? it's safe to land. And then the thing, the propellers that just propelled you into the air fold back down. It looks really cool if they could make it work. And that's, that's exactly what would cool. happen. With those are the ones that would be that you could take and uh, they wouldn't let you fly in the city. Like if you were in the Metroplex, yeah. you wouldn't be able to fly. But if you go but outside. You yeah, yeah, you could drive. Yeah, but if you, you drive, go outside. And then you, you get outside the Metroplex. Outside of the Metroplexes, then you could fly. And it yes. looked like, you know, it has wheels, so it drives right. like a normal car. There's no way you're going to fly over down 114 in. and try to miss the planes that are landing at the right. airport you can't, yeah, and over you can't the overpasses. That. That's not going to happen. Uh, but but it, it doubles as both a plane and a land car, fold-out wings with twin electric motors attached. Uh, according to the company, the thrust will be provided. It, it, we already said that. The company says its aim is to pro provide true door-to-door -door transportation with the vehicle capable of being parked in a home garage like an yeah. ordinary car. That's so cool. It's a Massachusetts-based firm. And it says it'll be another 8 to 12 years. Oh, come on. It's not here yet. 8 to always, 12 years? Always get 8 our to hopes 12 up on years? This. Come on. You can get this done faster than come that. Come on. I want this available in 2016. Eight years ago, we were using phones the size of this laptop, but now I've got one in my hand. You can't tell me we can't have a flying car before then? Get this. Uh, it's expected to cost about $279,000. And while that's a lot of money... It, think about this. It, you you could buy a Bentley for two hundred seventy nine thousand dollars. You can buy a Maybach for four hundred thousand right. dollars. A Ferrari will cost you three to four hundred thousand dollars. This thing flies. Right. How cool would that be? Now they're saying you're going to have to have a pilot's license, which is a little disappointing. That's I mean, a lot disappointing. That's a lot. We're going to have to have a pilot. Really, license. you do have to have a pilot that's what they license. Said. You're going to have to have a pilot's license and a driver's license, right? Yeah. You'll need, they'll say you're going to need a pilot and a driver. Still, that is Plus, the coolest flying car possibility you, I've ever seen. So things better have for $279,000. Fat guy seating. Thank you. Good point.